What's up, guys? You're listening to the Life in Motion audio experience, featuring interviews around travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up, guys? In this episode, I chat with Ben Riccardi from Future Six Helping Hands, a nonprofit in Florida. We talk about how they've grown the organization over the years and how their For the Love of Surfing program is impacting children with special needs. Truly some amazing things in this one, so you're going to want to check it out. Hey, guys. I've got Ben here from Future Six Helping Hands, um, a nonprofit down in Florida. We've been really stoked to see what they're doing for the youth down there through uh, skateboarding, surfing, and various other programs. Um, but before we get into that and kind of what they're all about, um, Ben, if you wouldn't mind going and tell us a little bit um, kind of about yourself, you know, um, what your background is, how you got involved, uh, where you grew up, what kind of hobbies you're into, those kinds of things. Yeah, for sure, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on, uh, first and foremost. Um, no, so for myself, my name is Ben Riccardi. I uh, am the vice president of Future Six Helping Hand Fund down here in South Florida. Um, you know, as far as growing up, I've grown up, I was born in northern Maine and uh, made my way down to South Florida over the years. We, we kind of bounced around a lot in my life and moved to a lot of different locations, but I ended up settling down in South Florida, um, finally, um, down around 2004 uh, was the last time I moved away and came back. Um, you know, we, uh, I took over Future Six back in December as a vice president, um, started off, uh, you know, just kind of volunteering and checking out the program. I fell in love instantly. And, uh, you know, I, I ferociously wanted to get more involved with everything that we were doing, uh, what Future Six was all about. And, uh, you know, here I am five, six years later, um, you know, up in the leadership as part of the board of directors. Wow. That's awesome. So how did you, um, did you just kind of randomly stumble upon that or was it a program that you kind of learned? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a funny story to be honest with you. I, um, you know, I was at the time I just started a marketing business, uh, down here. It was fresh. I ended up at a barbecue with some mutual friends. And um, I was looking for some content to build for a media package um, for a project I was working on. And we were trying to feature a local nonprofit. And um, I ended up meeting Donnie, who's our executive uh, director right now. Um, I actually just recently took over his role as vice president. But I met Donnie. He explained what the organization was about. Um, You know, so I really didn't think much of it. I just kind of was like, you know what, I'm going to show up um, at one of our surf programs that we run uh, called For the Love of Surfing. Um, I, I went out there that day with one of my uh, videographers just to kind of check things out. I mean, as soon as I walked up onto the beach and saw the energy, or felt the energy more so, and uh, saw what was going on, saw the impact that these guys were having, you know, I instantly wanted to just dive in and get involved. Um, so, you know, I kind of stumbled on it by chance. And uh, since that day, we, uh, you know, we did some filming for Future Six, and I just did whatever I could to get involved with any events and any of the other programs that they were running. Um, I, I eventually joined the board as a media director. Uh, my personal business is a marketing company, as I mentioned, so it was a very good fit um, starting off the bat to kind of get my foot in the door and seeing what kind of impact I can make on the organization. That's awesome. That's awesome. It, now, do you have, um, you know, like I mentioned before, you know, you guys are, you know, loving surfing events. I know you guys have some skateboarding stuff as well. Did did you grow up kind of with, with that sport or did you just kind of get involved with that because of future sticks? Well, I, I, you know, not, I didn't necessarily grow up in the sports. You know, I grew up actually on the water uh, my whole life. We, no matter what we were doing or where we were, we always had a boat. We were always doing something outdoors. And um, it's a strong belief, a core belief of mine um, as a business owner as well, to have some integrity and give back to the community that you're working or living in. 
Um, I come from the Northeast. Uh, it's a little bit different of an area up there. Um, you know, it's a small town. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody's giving everybody a helping hand. Um, you know, there, there's no person that goes without up there without somebody getting involved and trying to help out. So, you know, I kind of bring a little bit of that to the table. Um, but, you know, I did surf. I do surf. Um, not as much as I'd like to anymore. Kind of getting a little old. Um, and I, you know, spend most of my energy helping the children out with our surfing program. But um, no, I totally believe in the power of action sports and mentorship um, and all the great things that come along with, you know, building confidence and integrity within the community and the commitment that it takes to actually be good at one of these sports. Um, you know, I, I think that translates to all aspects of life, not just with the charity and the children that we impact, but, you know, that goes for business and personal relationships and then, you know, affecting the community on a much larger scale. Definitely. And, um, yeah, I guess this would probably be a good time to really jump into it, but I'll, I'll say something kind of, um, one of the things I really like about what you guys are doing, um, I myself grew up riding BMX bikes and, and you know, those sorts of things. Um, and you know, there's always this stigma with action sports, whether it's a surf bomb or skate punk or whatever. Um, and there's just a stigma that comes with it. That's not always a positive thing. And then they, and, and some people don't really think about, you know, the effect it can have, um, in a unique way, such as what you guys are doing. So, how how did it how did the original idea for it all kind of come up? Was it kind of connecting those dots? Hey, we can do um, this with with kids that have special needs as a as an outlet rather than you know traditional therapy or um, you know rather than putting a kid on a football team, we can get him skateboarding um, and just kind of offer those alternatives. Just kind of how did it unfold? I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, so it's been a very you know, it's always an evolving process, you know, as we, as we, you know, kind of go over those things that you hit on um, to try to find out what the needs are and why we're actually doing this. So, you know, initially when this all first came about, um, we were really focused on the macro of action sports being, you know, future six inception. It was the six major action sports. Um, so we were really heavy into the surfing, skateboarding, BMX, dirt biking. Um, we even had some self self-defense stuff going on at the time. Um, we were really trying, we were painting with a big broad brush, trying to figure out who we were and how we were going to affect our community in the best way. So we started off, you know, really kind of diluted out into all these different action sports. Um, and, you know, really everybody has their own why that's part of this organization. So, you know, to touch upon what you asked, you know, how we came up with how it's going to affect it, everybody had their own little input on it. Um, and, and it's evolved uh, eight or nine years ago up in Orlando to what it is today. We've actually scaled back our programs. Um, just to provide the surfing program, um, being that we're in South Florida, we've got beautiful surf and we've actually got very good surf conducive to teaching, you know, amateurs or rookies how to get in the water uh, during the summertime because the waves aren't out that big. So, it's, you know, we have a, don't have to worry about a safety issues as much as, uh, you know, certain other states might do with the surfing. Um, so we started off again, um, you know, with all the action sports, we've kind of narrowed our focus right now to have more of a, of a, of a stronger impact on a more of a niche group, which is, uh, the special needs children, um, you know, down the road, um, in the future, we hope to grow back into being able to provide these action sports programs for at risk youth or pretty much anybody that wants to get involved. Obviously those are bigger picture ideas, but right now, you know, we really want to focus on providing opportunities for special needs children where they would never usually have an opportunity to do something like this, um, anywhere. So that's really where our main focus lies is, is trying to provide these, uh, you know, ocean centric programs that are revolved around the special needs children community and then hopefully grow beyond that. 
Yeah. Well, that's, that's definitely, um, you know, it totally makes sense. Also, you know, finding kind of that niche, um, with that and what you guys have had success with and enjoy, because if, if I'm not mistaken, it's completely, is it completely volunteer run or no, most, most of the, yeah, we, uh, I mean, you guys all so, yeah, have no. time jobs and everything like that. So obviously, you know, there's some time that goes along with that. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that should just lead to, you know, first of all, we are 100% uh, dependent on our volunteers and sponsorships. Um, everything that we do, um, all the programs that we provide, you know, mainly the For the Love of Surfing program um, is 100% free for the participants. Um, so we, we, we are 100% dependent on the, the you know, the, the great people and the graciousness of our surf community and our local skate community. And, you know, anybody that's around, you know, whether we're buddies that we grew up with that we used to surf and skate with or you know, down to the local businesses that we believe should have, uh, you know, some sort of impact on the community. Um, you know, everything we do, we try to offer for free. Um, there's a few other programs around that are, that are great and they, they really have a, an amazing message, very similar and right along line with us, but you know, they charge the families and you know, you're kind of backing yourself and certain families into a corner and you're, you're, you're gonna, you know, not be able to include them. So, you know, if they don't have the money to be able to have their children participate in something like this. Yeah. So it's that- super important for us to be inclusive of everybody. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. So I guess, um, so, so what, what kind of, I guess more specifically, what kind of, um, kids or individuals do you guys, um, uh, look to work with, I guess would be the best way to say that. Um, and and kind of how, how that affects them or helps them with their particular, um, challenges that they have. So right now we, um, you know, the, the main focus of our organization is to provide free ocean-centric programs for special needs children around our, our local area. So in offering the For the Love of Surfing program, you know, we're giving them a great opportunity to come out with some, some, uh, you know, some guys that are in, in a better, in a little bit older of a generation that have been there before. Um, it provides um, a different, a different kind of result for anybody that's involved. So right now we're taking on any physically or uh, mentally disabled children, um, all the way up to. Uh, you know, we, we kind of push for ages five to 18, but we do have people that come that are, you know, between 18 and 30 as well. Uh, like I said, we want to be all inclusive. We don't want to bring, uh, push anybody away, you know, for something arbitrary like age. But, you know, what we hope to accomplish uh, with having some of these older kids and even the younger kids is creating a culture um, of our six core values of our organization. Um, you know, whether, you know, for the adult side, we're creating a culture of mentorship. So if we have a physically or mentally disabled adult that's coming to these programs and, you know, gets involved with us in that certain way, you know, they can impact now, um, you know, the impact grows exponentially, the more people that we get involved in this. Yeah. So, um, so I'm sure like, like listed on the site. So, um, a lot of people are, are kids or individuals with autism and Down syndrome and those kind of things. Um, I I guess what I'm trying to get at with that is that, um, how do you make that, you know, kind of as a, as a different program for, um, people with those sorts of things, how do you, how do you bridge that to, you know, a parent to say, you know, okay, rather than this typical, um, this typical program that, you know, a therapist or a doctor or whoever uh, might offer, how do you, how do you convince the parents to say, okay, we're going to get our kid or my kid on a surfboard and they're going to ride the waves and just do this completely different thing. I feel like that would be a little bit of a, a leap for a, a parent, at least to get started. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. 
No, I mean, you know, um, you know, that's obviously something that's to consider. But, you know, to be honest with you, we have not had that. Uh, luckily, so far, we have not had that issue. Uh, yep. The, you know, the ocean, we all believe is, is, you know, it's got a lot of healing properties on its own. Um, and, you know, throughout the media, you know, w- one of the biggest reasons I got involved is, I, you know, one, one story I like to go back to is my, one of my first uh, for the Love of Surfing camps, uh, we had a child. He's a little old on the older side, probably under 20 years old, but probably an adult child, um, completely blind, completely catatonic, nonverbal. Um, and, you know, we had to, you know, literally muscle this person up onto a board. Um, and, and I'm telling you right now, the, the transformation that happened with this child once we got him on the board and pushed him into a wave, you know, it was nothing crazy. Just floating him along um, actually made um, his first verbal communication. And wow. lit up like a Christmas tree going onto that wave. So right there, I mean, I'm talking about it now. I got goosebumps about it. Uh, but that goes back to what I was talking about, why I got involved. Um, as soon as you see that, um, you know, the, it's no question what the impact is going to be. Now, how that translates to any kind of doctor or physician, um, I would imagine that, you know, they would promote any kind of physical activity where it's sensory um, derived. That's going to, you know, give them a little bit of an outlet that's fun, physical, and, um, you know, depending on their level of, of a disability, um, it provides them each with a different experience. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty, uh, it kind of gave me goosebumps that story actually. Um, I, I couldn't yeah, even... so our, our big thing is we, we just tell people, you know, when, when this comes out, we just, you just have to come out. Um, it's one of those things that we can, we can explain until we're blue in the face uh, about our impact on, on these children specifically, but you never really get the full picture until you see it. Um, in person or watch one of our videos of some of these children and, and really see the impact that we're having um, on these families. And you know, from the, you know, the consensus from the parents has been that there are no other programs like we run. Um, there are no other people that are like us down here or anywhere, um, regardless of the type of charity or nonprofit that's going on. Uh, we, we really do have a unique group of individuals from all walks of life um, that are really dedicated to giving some sort of impact and um, fulfilling their own personal reasons for being involved in the organization, um, you know, whatever that may be. But we really try to you know, bring people on and get people involved that are encompassing of our six core values that we're trying to instill, which are confidence, compassion, commitment, effort, integrity, and patience. Um, that where the six in Future Six used to mean all the action sports, now we've scaled that down to show our six core values that we wish to instill into uh, whether they're participants, volunteers, or local businesses. That's amazing. So, so with the, the four of the love of surfing, uh, programs, how many, um, I said, or I think you said, you know, you primarily run that through the summer months. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So how many, how many, uh, times, I guess throughout the summer, how often is the, is the program and, uh, so, one location as well? Yeah. So for the love of surfing runs in two separate locations in South Florida, um, one's up in Stort, uh, which is Martin County, and then we have the one in Palm Beach County. Um, we run them uh, one one program per location per month from April to September. Okay. So we have, um, you know, so unless, you know, we have inclement weather or the waves are way too big, uh, we normally push through. We just had uh, our June for the love of surfing in Palm Beach County uh, this past Saturday, the 30th. Um, How was we that? had between, it was great. We had between 40 and 60 children. Wow. Show up. Um, we had a ton of volunteers show up and it was an amazing day. Um, we had a, a bunch of great local sponsors. The businesses actually showed up, set up shop on the beach. Uh, we had a ton of activities for the children to do outside of the actual surfing 
um, just so we had nobody that was uh, stagnant during the program. Um, we actually had some bad rain come through, steered everybody into a pavilion off the side of the beach. Um, I was running around with a megaphone, gauging the crowd, so I made sure everybody wanted to stick around. They waited out 45 minutes under this pavilion, getting soaked in a thunderstorm. And as soon as the sky cleared up, we had literally every single one of those people back on the beach um, getting involved. That's so awesome. So, so it sounds like when you put on these, I mean, it's, it's an all day, um, all day event basically. Yeah. For the most part, we, yeah, we get out there probably about eight in the morning. Um, we ask the volunteers to show up around nine. Um, typically we have people waiting, uh, waiting in line by eight thirty in the morning while we're doing setup, which is great. Um, and we run till about 12. We surf, we have the kids out on the water, uh, cycling through in different heats right about till about noon. And then we actually provide lunch um, and some networking opportunities after the program is over um, for the families to kind of get to know each other. Uh, we have families that drive over an hour to wow. come here um, to our programs, which you know, again lends to the you know to the overall uh, impact we're actually having on the community um, and and the uniqueness of our crew of people that we have involved in our programs. Yeah, so so I guess a lot of your awareness is through that word of mouth and kind of the um, success. Um, and it sounds like the community has, has been pretty backing as well. I'm assuming you guys are using public beaches to do that. Um, yes, we've been, we've been fortunate enough over the years. Um, you know, as any other uh, organization, or any, actually any project that you do in your life, you're going to, you're going to face some challenges. And uh, we certainly did. Um, whether it was through uh, insurance or, or, you know, certain beaches in certain cities. Uh, but we were really lucky and fortunate uh, to bring on a uh, gentleman um, named Adam McMichael, who's our public relations director. He's actually forged a really strong bond with the city of Boynton Beach, who has been, I mean, more than gracious, providing us an actual beautiful public beach, our own pavilion, um, and access to whatever we want. I mean, they even have uh, lifeguards stopping by and helping us out when they're off duty. Um, but the city of Boynton Beach has really stepped up um, and, and set an example of how all of our communities should be responding to organizations such as ourselves or any other organizations that are looking to help out the people that live within those communities. Um, so they've been a shining example, and we, you know, we hope to use that as a uh, template, if you will, um, to be able to expand our growth to other areas um, in South Florida. Um, the same goes with uh, Martin County, um, where we have our Stort location. You know, we're, we're fairly new up there, uh, but we're actually getting a lot of great feedback from uh, the city and from the local businesses up there as well. Um, you know, and it's about just getting our name out there and, um, you know, leading by example and uh, by, um, you know, the members of the board all either own their own businesses or they're, they're self-made in some respect. So, you know, we actually get to set an example as local business owners on what it means to be part of a community and what it means to give back and what it means to have some integrity and uh, help out people that really need it the most um, that don't have the normal outlets. Um, the next step for us really is going to be reaching out for the at-risk youth in our community and providing some opportunities for them to, you know, either get involved in uh, the surfing programs um, or revamp our skateboarding program and just give them some positive outlet um, with some mentorship of guys that maybe have been in their shoes. Um, a lot of us have, you know, in their younger days, um, you know, had some run-ins with different issues here and there, but, you know, a lot of our members have actually been saved by these certain sports. Um, you know, I know some of our guys, if surfing wasn't around, who knows where they would be? You know, they've, they've forged lifelong friendships. Um, they've built confidence in, within themselves. Um, they were committed. And now they're all uh, well-adjusted adults uh, with respect to a few people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so, well, with that, so if you guys are looking to expand that, how, um, you know, obviously there's two different, um, I guess, demographics, if you will. How, how, how would you outreach to those, you know, at-risk youth? Um, is that through, like, getting in contact with, like, the schools and other, like, youth programs, like Boys and Girls Clubs or those sorts of things? Or, um, once again, word of mouth? Yeah, I mean, probably a combination of all those things. You know, my, my idea when I, when I kind of stepped in as a, on a leadership role um, to kind of steer the organization, my idea was to really narrow our focus and get really good at uh, the one thing. And, you know, we all have such strong drive and passion, everybody that's involved with us. Um, we really needed to focus ourselves on the one area. And I think that, you know, we, we've got a million different ideas on how we're going to expand to, um, you know, not only our reach for the surf program for special needs children, but, you know, take that next step and start expanding ourselves to other uh, walks of life, which would be, you know, the at-risk youth. Um, and, you know, we're going to do that by a lot of ways. One, the biggest way we're going to be doing this is growing our surf program um, and then offering maybe some mentorship opportunities for at-risk to get involved uh, on a volunteer level, uh, whether that be getting community service hours or whatnot, and uh, introducing them to, you know, some guys that are, you know, can relate to them a little bit more, um, relate to them on a personal level. There's no, you know, we don't have any skin in the game as far as any kind of uh, motives on our own. We're really out there just trying to have a good time and, uh, you know, bring up our youth and set an example for these young kids um, on how to behave in a community and what it means to, you know, have a real fellowship um, and family with this kind of work, uh, whatever kind of action sports piques their interest. So, you know, we're going to try to grow this organically. And I think that it's going to happen in a, a faster than we expect um, just because of the impact that we have with the For the Love of Surfing program, um, you know, as it is in any other industry or business. Um, you know, the more people that get involved, um, you know, the stronger uh, argument you're going to have to be able to get something else going. Um, and it's going to create a really good problem for us to be able to grow this program outside of uh, the two locations. And then once we get those expanded, then we're going to start knocking on the door for the at risk. And you know, between the online word of mouth, um, contacting the local government, um, all of those things combined um, are going to help us just grow um, from an organic perspective, not only, you know, the, the uh, program for the disabled children, but um, as well as the at risk youth side. That's that's great. Well, um, is there any other um, standout success stories that you want to share um, besides your example before um, before we get into a couple other things? Um, I, I know I feel like there's just it's it's probably hard to pick one because you probably see so many amazing. Um, yeah, it's it, 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 it's a daily thing. Um, you know, Saturday. I mean, this past Saturday. I mean, we we've had we have parents coming to us almost every program and just saying, you know, how amazing what we're doing is, um, you know, to toot my own horn or our own horn. Um, you know, the, the biggest success that I can see is just the impact every time we go out to one of these things, or we're going out to an event and talking about our program is just seeing these kids and how happy they are. Um, and just knowing that we really have something that's bigger than us, uh, that we have to kind of just see through, um, you know, so every week, every time we do a program, there's something else that happens that just, you know, motivates everybody a little bit more. Um, and pushes us just to push us over the edge and uh, grow ourselves and take that next step. Um, you know, the, as far as stories, I mean, there's been multiple children um, and adults that, uh, you know, have never even stepped foot on a beach that we actually have to carry down and put onto a board. And I mean, once they hit the water, they light up and they're just, their expression on their face goes from just nothing to just the happiest person in the world. They're high-fiving where they might not have even 
uh, been verbal to begin with. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, it really is. Um, it's breathtaking, to be honest with you. I mean, it's, it's something that you almost it's not tangible. You almost have to be there to see see how it goes. So, um, you know, that, and that's a good thing to know. Um, Every time we go out to one of these programs, we're blown away by the amount of support that we have, the amount of participants that we have showing up. And now, now the local businesses that are getting a little bit more involved with us um, now that we've narrowed our focus down a little bit more. That's awesome. Well, is there anything, um, I guess that, that, you know, obviously a lot of this is, is geared around, um, you know, positivity and those sorts of things. It kind of is a bigger picture, just a life general picture. What, um, what, you know, with what everything you're doing, what could you see as far as, um, from like a personal standpoint or even like within surf or skate communities or really even future six related, um, better ways, I guess that people as a, as, um, in general could, could change and kind of, um, you know, help, help spread this within their community, whether that has anything to do with the surfing or skating or anything, just, I guess, in a positive message, um, really all together. Um, if that, if that question kind of makes sense. No, 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 absolutely. I mean, it's, um, you know, that's part of our bigger picture. I mean, we, our, our mission is to build these solid foundations for our youth. Um, and, and engaging them with alternative sports and education and providing some sort of other outlet. I mean, it goes without saying we're kind of in um, a little bit of a disarray as a country um, and, and, you know, our, our, our citizens, our population is everybody's kind of divided on all these things. And I think by bringing certain programs like this to light, um, providing these opportunities to, you know, stop focusing on things that you can't control uh, whether it be government or, or, or Hollywood or whatever's going on in pop culture and start focusing on your personal community, um, you're actually able to invoke real change. Um, by doing these programs, my, my goal is to, you know, get involved with local politics and getting that involved and getting municipalities involved with our programs, um, trying to figure out what we can do as an organization to help better impact these communities. So we're not going to pigeonhole ourselves just into action sports. Uh, the bigger picture is shaping our youth. Um, the bigger picture is giving giving our youth something to look up to um, and instilling some integrity and some, you know, some of the core values that we, we all had to learn the hard way, um, try to help them with some sort of mentorship and giving them these outlets to figure out their own reason why and figure out what their own impact could be. Um, everybody's going to have their own reason and their own story that's involved with us and why they want to do this. Um, that's what we really hope to, or I hope to anyways, hope to push um, onto a bigger picture level. Um, you know, we, whatever your community needs, um, your community should be coming together to facilitate that. So, you know, one of the things that we, we noticed that was a need, that there was not really a whole lot of programs out there for uh, special needs children. Um, we all love surfing. We all love the ocean. Um, so what better way than to share that with everybody um, and share that first and foremost with people that don't have the opportunity to normally do that on a daily basis. So, yeah, so it sounds like the – the big thing is really kind of keep that, that day by day, um, and not, and almost creating like a ripple effect basically throughout, throughout your exactly. and build from there. Um, yeah, exactly. And we, we want to, we want to grow this beyond just action sports. I mean, this is, this is, a, there's a bigger idea behind the whole thing and that's, and that's creating this culture of, of bringing up the youth the right way. Um, you know, nowadays everybody's so disconnected. Um, even, you know, most people don't know their neighbors anymore. Um, and I, and I, I don't like that. We, uh, you know, the more compassion that you have for your, your fellow man or your neighbor, 
um, it does create that ripple effect. And eventually it's going to ripple into a tidal wave and we'll be there surfing on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then I guess, uh, is there a last piece of advice, I guess, um, you know, you spoke a lot about your local community, but for somebody that, um, and kind of with your experience, if there's somebody, you know, in Colorado, for example, that wants to start mm -hmm. off something similar with snowboarding, or even if it's basketball or whatever that might be, what, what do you think, you know, starting off from scratch is that would be like the biggest piece of advice that you could give them um, to help create that, that ripple effect, a small ripple effect in their community where it ends up being that big tidal wave that we can all surf on. Yeah. I mean, um, to steal a little adage from Nike, I just do it. <laughs> um, you know, a, a big issue that you know, arises in, in life nowadays is, is, is having these thoughts that become a splash in a bucket and you never revisit them. Um, and you know, snowboarding and, and literally, it, you know, anything you do, you have to have a reason behind what you're doing really. Cause the man with the reason is twice as dangerous as the man without one. So if you can identify the reason why you're snowboarding or the reason why you love basketball or the reason that you play football, the reason that you love fencing or chess or reading or writing, figure out that why. And then you're now your job is to just share that with everybody and share that passion that you have for this, whatever it may be. And, and that's really the way it works is you lead by example. Um, you, you, you invoke that same passion in other people and people will follow along. Um, there's a lot of lost people out. There. There's a lot of lost children out of there. There's a lot of lost. I mean, our government is lost for, you know, in that aspect. So we're, we're creating some focus and we're, we're making people look within and find out why you're doing what you're doing. Um, and when you do that, it's just natural that people are going to just attach themselves to it. I mean, there's a huge snowboarding community. There's a huge chess community. Um, everybody has to have a reason to do it. And I think that's one of the big things that we hope to, um, you know, for people to take away from what we're doing um, is to not specifically focus on, you know, the exact programs we're running, but the bigger picture, which is invoke these, these core values into our youth. It's, it's sharing our experiences, sharing our passions and our love, uh, whether it's creating or sports or whatever it is, um, to just help people along the way, give people a hand up instead of a handout. And, um, you know, really leave a solid impact. And eventually those ripples are all going to come together um, and meet in the middle. Well, yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a, that's great. And I think, like you said, a lot of people don't, um, following through can sometimes be an issue. And like you said, just do it. Um, don't get stuck on the little things and just kind of roll with it. Um, and that seemed to work, work well for you guys. And as with everything, it's a big journey. So um, but yeah, with that little last piece, I think that's a, a, a great place kind of to, to wrap things up and, um, you know, where can people find, um, either yourself or definitely future six online? Um, and where can they learn about their events and, um, for anybody in the Florida area that's listening, you know, volunteer opportunities, those sorts of things. Yeah. Volunteer opportunities. So, so, you know, obviously social media is dominating the world these days. So the best place to get, stay in touch with future six and what we have going on, uh, whether it be events or uh, different pop-ups that we're going to be doing is by visiting us on Facebook. Um, our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash future six official. We also have a nice handy dandy website that kind of goes over our mission, um, highlights some of our sponsors, um, and there's some general information on the organization. And you can find that at f6helpinghand.org. Um, I'm always available to reach me directly via email. 
Um, you can get in touch with me by going and emailing Ben at f6helpinghand.org. Awesome. Well, Ben, thank you again for taking the time um, and, and talking more about Future 6 and kind of letting the audience know what you guys are all about down there in Florida. Um, and we're all, all really looking forward to see what you guys have up next and um, helping you out as much as we can. So thank you again. Yeah, no, thanks, Jeremy. And you let me know when we come over to Missouri and start uh, working on some programs out there. You're more than welcome. Maybe, um, maybe uh, this winter we'll have to come to Florida, though. And, and, and yeah, maybe a little bit. Weather. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. The winter's pretty nice down here. There's a little bit more surf, and uh, you don't have to uh, wear up too much unless you're afraid <laughs> of the sun. <laughs> that sounds good. We'll have to get that on the books. <laughs> sounds good, Jeremy. Thank you for having me. All right, thank you. Hey guys, I really appreciate you listening and would absolutely love if you left a rating on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, or wherever you're listening to this. Your feedback is our inspiration to continue these stories and grow.